Eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon him. May he rest in peace. Amen. May his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Gray, you have a beautiful family. It's evident from so many little signs. Uh, It's evident from uh, how much your husband bragged about his daughter-in-law, Lori. Not to the detriment of his other daughter-in-law, but I see Lori every day. And so Andy would have occasion, on frequent occasion, to talk about how blessed they were. It's even evident in the little detail of, of an obituary that says practically nothing, if you looked it up. What does it list? The name of his beloved wife, the names of his lovely children, and his daughters-in-law, and the names of his five grandchildren. That's his legacy. That's his contribution to the world. He did a great deal of work. He served his country. He saved many lives. But what he leaves behind are people who have been touched by the love of God through him. And that love of God shining through him comes out in different ways in different circumstances. And whether it be as a neighbor or as a fellow soldier or as his wife, his children, his grandchildren... Every circumstance of life brings out a different facet, different beautiful feature of the love of God, kindness or mercy, or bravery and ferocity. Apparently, he was fond occasionally of hearing fierce preaching, so I'm told. And so... There are every human being is 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 a not just a mystery, but no human being is simple. The world is also changed. Uh, for for so many of us, the 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 dimension of death is unwelcome, and yet we don't appreciate this world. We don't understand life on. Un- until death has visited us. Today happens to be the the 21st anniversary of my ordination. I think your dad would be proud of that. It was a a bittersweet day. My dad had died just two years earlier. My bishop had died just a few months beforehand. And as, uh, as much as my brothers and my mother were a great comfort, Uh, It was as though we were orphans. And the only thing that mattered was the resurrection of Christ. The things that we hold dear in this life will be taken away from us. The ones that we hold dear in this life, we can cling to forever if they rest in God. And if we live in the light of the gospel. So that we can count on. That lasts forever. The candle that's burning here isn't just a a significant ornament. On the Easter vigil, it was processed into a church that was 
nothing but darkness. And it proclaimed the fact, the historical event, that Jesus Christ rose from the dead. He is, and that is our only source of hope, our only confidence, our only way forward. He didn't write a book and handed it out. He, he communicated himself. He gave himself to his apostles, to his followers. And he simply said to them, I am the way and the truth and the life. And if we live that life, if we obey that truth, if we follow that way, then we remain in him, in life and death and after death. What will be awkward are the next few months, admittedly, as we await a, uh, a military burial with honors, as is his due. And instead of it being a, a time of, of, of discontinuity, where things aren't moving forward at all and we're just simply waiting, Realize that we are always awaiting the fulfillment of Christ's promises. Whether we are already at the cemetery or waiting to go to the cemetery. We are like pilgrims who are passing through this world with one destination, heaven. And so it's not as though his journey is hampered or delayed at all. As a man who lived firmly rooted in the sacraments, who, who brought to the confessional a great childlike faith and a burning desire to be pleasing to God. We can accompany him and help him with our prayers and entrust him to God's mercy and be confident that he's on the way to heaven. And the only finality is when we are rejoined with him in heaven. The finality of his life isn't when these funeral ceremonies are done and the last bugle sounds. The finality of his life is when everything comes to fruition and everyone whom he loves is with him in heaven. In the meantime, we, we miss his smile, we miss his voice. We miss spending time with him. We, you miss him spoiling you. You miss his advice. You're going to miss being able to tell him about your day. And you're going to miss being able to ask him for advice and asking him questions. But he's, he's already given himself to you. You can, already, you can hear his voice. And you, you will already know what he would say, and you will already know how he will encourage you. Our task is to be both courageous and mindful, to remember him, to remember him not as someone who lived, but as someone who lives, who still loves you, who still prays for you, who still has a project right, to bring you safely through this battleground back home, and our home is in heaven. The, the violet color of these vestments is partly sadness because we, 
That's how we express love, right? When someone we love isn't here. But it's also of expectation. It's that expectation of Advent and that expectation of Lent where chastened by our sins and, and chastened by the, the knowledge that our world is, is in rebellion against God, we nevertheless count on his arrival. We count on his birth. We depend on it. We count on his death and resurrection. And we can look forward to that when we are at the same time contrite and humbled and seek God's forgiveness through the church. Then we can, then we can go forward as pilgrims living each day. Andrew said it well yesterday evening that he not only would be, he is very proud of you and your, your love for each other, your kindness. And as much as you can put on the facade of being the perfect family, even in your, uh, I say that with respect, um, even, in, even in contention, you have great fondness for each other and probably respect for the ability to contend with each other. That's beautiful. Andrew Mancini Jr. was no pushover. He might have been the nicest man that some of you had ever met, but he wasn't a nice man. He was a good man. He was kind. Of his own initiative, he was my representative to Vincent Hall without ever being given a letter of appointment. He even had a seat on our pastoral council as a virtue of his, uh, his singular initiative. And I remember him talking about uh, design plans for the extension of Vincent Hall and his, uh, his thoughts about that. He was a man who wanted God to be at the center of life. He wanted the church to be at the center of the community. And he obviously made sure that the Lord was at the center of his family. That will never change. So we pray for you, and we offer you our, our sympathy and, uh, and also our gratitude for having found that man, uh, for having permitted him to marry you, and for having great kids, and seeing them through life. The last earthly task we have is to give ourselves completely to God, and your husband has done that. And so his life's work is complete, his life's work still has to come to fruition. And so it's up to us to follow through on what you all began. This Holy Mass is, a, is an example of that. We are most united to him when we are most united to Christ in the sacraments. And that will always remind us that God's goodness still is um, unfolding because there are still things that we miss. More importantly, there are people that we miss. And in that, in that gap, we ask the Lord to fill us with love and courage and faith. There are little reminders of this last dimension of life, which is death. They usually go unnoticed for so many years. When we, pray the, when we pray the Hail Mary, 
which is a cause of you know, great, great consolation. In the end, we ask the Blessed Virgin Mary to pray for us now and at the hour of our death. When we conclude the, the rosary, we, we pray to, the, to our queen, we hail her, and we say that we, we turn to her as poor banished children of Eve, weeping in this veil of tears. But we do so with, with such confidence in the love of God and, and such trust in the Blessed Virgin's solicitude that we're not, we're not scared when we say those words. Because we know that as long as we live with Christ and in his church, we have nothing to fear. The world now is a different place. It's part of you is in heaven, part of your, your thoughts are in heaven, and, and some of you, part of you, is stuck here in the world. And that's exactly what happens here at this sanctuary. We are, our feet are still on firm ground, and yet heaven uh, is here present. To be fully alive isn't to derive every pleasure out of each individual earthly moment. To be fully alive is to be aware of everything. To be grateful for every, every tangible good in its limited extent. And to be at the same time aware of heaven. Not only as an eternal place, but where we will eventually be. We're in two places at the same time. That's not very strange. Anyone who's ever been in love is always in two places at the same time. Where you are now and where your love happens to be. So in all of our, in all of our sorrow and all of our occasional loneliness and all of our frustration and all of our doubts and questions, we simply present ourselves to the Lord and we give him thanks and gratitude for, for a life that was lived in the Christian faith and we ask him to heal everything, to forgive everyone. And to give us strength to, to finish this day and live every day as another day closer to heaven. We honor and praise you, Lord God, for making it possible for, for we, your weak creatures, to live without regret, to be completely given to you, and to love, and to to beg for mercy and to be forgiven of you and of each other. And to be able to finish a day and to complete our lives with, with no regrets. That's the life that we present before you and in, in Andy.
your love and your truth shown through him and continue to. Help us not just to be better for it, but to allow your life and your truth to shine through us so that the gift he gave us we may give to others so that all may know you and love you and experience your closest now and be with you forever in heaven. Eternal rest grant unto him, O Lord, and let perpetual light shine upon him. May he rest in peace. Amen. May his soul and the souls of all the faithful departed, through the mercy of God, rest in peace.